Welcome, everybody, to the Good Improv Show. That's happening right here, right now, on gradio.ca. Edmonton's best local station. We're going to make some stuff up right off the top of our heads with nothing more than some words of inspiration from some lovely people from Twitter. And today we have Fabe from at Johnny Reb and Influencer from at Thirsty Journeys. Thanks a lot for those words. So let's have a bunch of fun and we'll get into it. Justin, thank you for seeing me today. I don't normally thank my patients, but I wanted to thank you for coming in because I got to tell you some serious news. Oh, oh my. I got your test results back and there was something that I didn't foresee. I send you for regular blood work and I don't expect to see something like this pop up. So I got to tell you right away. And actually, I think you're you're going to need to go into quarantine. We're going to need to lock you off. Oh my goodness. You have contracted influencer. That sounds serious. Yeah. Your opinions are going to shape other people's opinions. And if this gets out, it could be an epidemic. I, I, so I, I have made a call to the government oh that you God. be sealed off, lest it be contagious. No, 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 no. I think it's already cont- I think it's already too late. Oh, my God. I think it's already too late. When was the last time you posted? I, I posted this morning. Oh, oh, I didn't know. I didn't know. So the outbreak has How already begun. I supposed to know? Oh, but now if I go tell everyone I've posted to... They're just going to... I'm going to influence them more. A doctor? Yes? Apparently Justin's tweet has gone quite viral. It's got over 35,000 likes already and it's trending upwards. Goodness. Oh, I told him I liked Tang. Justin, I'm going to have to drain a large amount of your blood so we can analyze it for a potential antibody. Oh, sweet Jesus. The hashtag Tang Gang is trending. I said that that Ghostbusters remake wasn't all that bad. Ah, what have I done? Well, this is how things spread. I was wearing jorts. I took a picture of myself wearing jean shorts, like the long ones, like the 90s ones, like Kevin Smith wears still for some reason. Mm-hmm. I, I was. I took a picture wearing those as a joke, but I didn't say it was a joke. Do you think? That's right here in the list of symptoms. Oh, my God. Word for word. Do you think that it's going to Sean John is announcing its new fall line will include long jorts. Oh, my God. Oh, what have I done? Oh, no. I'm so sorry. I didn't need to do this. I didn't want the world to become this because of me. Your guilt will not solve this issue. Uh, what but can it I? Is appreciated. What can I do? Well, you can give me your blood. Okay. The more blood, the better. All right, that sounds fair. I mean, it's oh, least... doctor, wait, wait. The comments seem to be shifting. Oh, it's adapting. No, no, something else. The commenters, they seem to be turning on Justin. Oh. Oh my goodness. It's turning on the host. People are making memes about him. Tangang is trending again, but for a meme that's mocking it. Oh no, does it well is this good or bad? I if mean If you've reached meme status, it's critical. But but they're but I'm not influencing people anymore cuz they're they're against me, right? Uh, estimated worldwide usage of the Tangang hashtag is 7 billion. It's reached maximum saturation. Oh no. Doctor, am I might Am I going to be okay? Hashtag Tang. Oh, God. Send. I have been living a lie, and it's time I come clean. All the things you think you know about me are wrong, okay? So when I was telling you that I was an international movie star and that you could see me in all Hollywood blockbusters, that I drove a Ferrari and I lived in a mansion... Uh Uh-huh, that was all accurate. Justin, your world's about to come crashing down. I 
actually work at the factory with you guys. What? And I just live on the block here. We, I was wondering why a big Hollywood star would... I'm divorced from come. my wife. She's not a movie star slash supermodel. This but, isn't just research for a role? Like you said you were... Yeah, I thought what he's really into his role. He's been here for seven years now. No. But I've seen some of your movies. That one, um, that one with the cars... Where you guys are, uh, you, you guys are like stealing stuff, but you're all in cars and you're all really cool. That was you, right? That was you and the lead of that, right? That was Nick Cage. But remember how I had that uh, black piece of cardboard taped up on the top half of the screen, and you guys couldn't see the top half of the screen. Well, yeah. I'm, so every time the lead actor come on, I'd be like, "Oh, that's me right there," and you guys would be blown away by it. Uh, yeah, that was Nick Cage behind the. Okay, but you you know Nicholas Cage. You ran into me on the street the other day, and then suddenly your phone rang, and you said, "Oh, this is Nicholas Cage. I better take this. See you later." That was actually the tax collector. I owe a substantial amount of back taxes. But you know, I've seen other movies you've been in, though. Remember that black and white movie uh, about uh, the island and the the girl who gets you know and then the the, the big monkey comes out you were in the costume okay, you were no, the big no, monkey no it was a stop motion monkey okay no that was that wasn't stop like he was he was real he was moving yeah next you're going to tell me you didn't play the T-Rex in Jurassic Park i tried to audition for that one but i didn't make it next you're going to tell me you weren't the alien in ET look guys every movie that i've said i was in from star wars to Sleeping with the Enemy, to Red Dawn. I was not in those movies. Christmas Carol? No. Some of them I don't even have a link back to. Gunga Din? No. Last Samurai? No. The First Samurai? Which I haven't seen yet. Well, don't bother, okay? Because I'm not in it. Also, while I'm coming clean, this is feeling really good, so I may as well just keep pouring it out of me. I'm not responsible for every number one selling record. What? That's ever no, existed. no, I will not believe okay, this. I'm sorry. You are lying now. Now, you told me, I, this is how I know that this must be a lie. And you're really, you really are wealthy. You're a wealthy celebrity. Because I remember you told me that the money you made off of your first gold record bought you that Ferrari. And Justin and I were having lunch at Geno's. And you came along and then you hopped over the hedge and you said, oh, I, I parked just on the other side of this hedge. And then I heard the sound of a car, you know, yeah, vroom, yeah, vroom. Vroom, vroom, and it took off. Yeah. And you drove away. I mean, I never saw the car, but we heard the engine, though. Yeah. That was the sound file I'd played off my phone. And then I ran away as fast as I could before you guys could make it around the corner. So you're telling me I had me. to jump into a dumpster and hide out when you guys came around the corner. But I threw a bunch of trash in that dumpster on our way back. I, I know that. So you're telling me you did not write Dancing in the Dark. That's not you in that video with a young Courtney Cox. It's not. I'm actually surprised you were convinced by the video that I created of myself in there. It was just a crude cutout of my head slapped over top of the other person's like body. like that Peter Gabriel video. It's all... St- I'm also not Peter Gabriel, okay? What? I may as well let you know that right now. Oh, come too. on now. Now you're just being silly. You showed me the sledgehammer that inspired the song Sledgehammer. Okay, I'm not even 100% sure that the song Sledgehammer was inspired by a sledgehammer. So you're not a famous recording artist. I'm also not a major political figure, okay? 
I have not been president for the last Mr. eight president. years. I no, voted for I'm you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I voted for you on the slip. I probably shouldn't have tampered with the election process to make that possible for you guys to do that, but we are where we are. You're not a political figure. I should also let you know, when I say political not- figure, I mean this country and abroad, okay? I'm not the president of any other international bodies either. Look, we'll get this all straightened out at the UN, okay? Remember when we went to the UN? Yeah, it was great. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it was great, right? I ran up to the front door and I like pulled on the door. It was locked so we couldn't get in. And I said, oh, I forgot my key back at home. Yeah, your yeah. key, yeah. Right. Okay, the building was open. I just faked that I couldn't get in. That's why I told you guys to wait on the sidewalk in front. I mean, we saw a janitor exit the building after, but you can always exit a door that's yeah, locked. Yeah, I didn't. You just can't get back in. So this is Remember terrible. when I ran after that to try to get him to hold the door for me too? Yeah. I didn't actually trip on a banana peel there, okay? I pretended to Tearing fall. my whole world apart. We've been living vicariously through you for seven years. Now you're saying it's all a lie? Well, then I may as well tell you this other fact that's sure to just shock you to your core. Hope it doesn't affect your position at the FBI. Okay, well, we'll get to, the, we'll get to my law enforcement stuff, but I'm not responsible for any of the major religious texts that exist either, okay? Oh, come on! What? None of them. None of them at all, okay? Think about it. They all are like kind of crazily contradictory to one another. If I wrote them all, I'd probably have some sort of plan laid out, right? I thought that was the point, that it was like you were contradicting each other because that was part of the test. You'd sift through and find the value in it. And yeah, and anybody who read all three would know that the fourth book is coming. It's just a matter of time. When I told you guys that I did that, honestly, I was pretty much out of control. I'd already burned off all the things that I told you that- Oh, man. Well, I mean, just- ugh. Well, you know what? Okay. Pure hubris. You know what? It's, he's going to be fine, though, because he has his Harry Potter money to fall back on. Well, yeah. I mean, those books were really successful. Oh, geez. And if he doesn't survive off of that, then I know that his ownership of The Simpsons is going to carry yeah. him. Okay, I'm yeah. I'm also not an author or an animator either. So not only the religious text, but all the major works of fiction that I claim to have written, that's also not Born Identity? No, I didn't even see it. I just read the back of a DVD case before I told you guys I was in oh, it. Oh, man. Well, you know what? I, he probably was able to fool us this long. He, I mean, he is the world's greatest detective. Yeah, we'll circle back around to the law enforcement stuff. I'm not an FBI agent. I'm not a member of local law enforcement or state law enforcement or federal law enforcement for that matter. Because you need to operate outside of the law. Yeah, we understand. Didn't you guys find it odd that I said I was a top-ranking Secret Service member and also the President of the United States? Well, we thought you were just really good. Yeah, if you're the best, how can they turn you I'm down? bodyguard myself? Well, yeah, it saves the taxpayer money. Yeah, that's what Jean-Claude Van Damme would do. That's what Jean-Claude Van Damme did. He was President before you, right? <laughs> Maybe you guys can help me out here. You guys are my fellow wrestlers, my comrades. I trust you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was just talking to a couple of friends of mine and they said some stuff that to me seemed really wrong. They were saying that wrestling is all just completely fake and made up and that all the matches that we've been doing, the ones where I thought I'd been winning, you know, I've been winning a lot of matches lately. I thought it was because I just, oh, I've been getting a lot better at wrestling lately. I've been really (laughs) getting really good at it, you know? No, no, they're, they're, oh, they're just teasing you. They're just teasing okay, you. That yeah, makes when sense. You, when you pinned me that other time, oh, you, you had me. It's just that those guys said that, you know, I'm pretty weak and that there's no oh, way I could ever possibly win a fight like that. If you were so weak, if you were so weak 
then how come when you launched yourself off the ropes there and hit me in the chest, I like slammed right down to the ground? I've never seen somebody look so hurt before. I was concerned you'd die. I was on the ground holding my chest, stomping my boots on the ground. That, yeah. that hurt. That was devastating to me. Right? 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 Yeah. Well, it's yeah. just that, you know, then one of them said, you know what? I bet you I could probably even take you in a fight. And I said, there's no way I'm next to win the championship because I, I'm so dedicated. Of course, yeah. Look, kid, I, I can't don't, do this don't, anymore. Don't. Come on. My name is Gus Blort. No, 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 no not, that's not right. That's I'm, not right. I'm not the straw man. No, you're the straw man. That what? Sorry. And I don't come from parts unknown. I come from Gary, Indiana. Oh, come what? on now. Just don't. Uh. You actually know where you come from? Yeah. You've been saying you're from parts unknown, though. I got here on a Greyhound bus. You said you spawned well, the from the depths out of, of the, hellfire. Cats out of the bag, I guess. I'm, I'm not really South African. What? Palm Springs, Florida, originally. You might as well know the truth. Oh, my God. I did an amateur wrestling contest with this one guy. I, like, broke his arm. The guy had no chance whatsoever. It was an embarrassment for him. They kicked me out of the league for that. Probably because I was too good, I thought. So I thought, if I can get in here with the, the big boys, you know, then I can really show them something. And I've been winning match after match. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> People are terrified to wrestle you now. we got to protect each other out there when yeah, we're slamming I mean and punching. You know, nobody should get hurt. Nobody should get No hurt. one should get hurt. I thought that when people were punching me in the face, I was just really, really tough. And, you know, I could no. just absorb the blow. Well, you, you are and you did, but that was because you were breaking their arms and mangling them. And... With me, it was because I was missing them. I was like a foot away, but I was stomping my foot on the ground so it sounded like I was hitting you. Oh. Oh, is that what that was? Yeah. I thought just the sound of you smashing into my face was so thunderous that... No. No. I mean, it's loud if you're in the ring, but if you're outside of the ring, you know, you need something to pump up the sound. I made fun of that guy's family the other day. That, during that interview I was given about well, him, yeah, I revealed yeah. actual personal information about his family well, on no, the he's, air. He's not. That's not his real family. Those are actors hired to play his family. You mean his entire family is not just snakes? No, no. He's, no. He was not raised by snakes. That's, that's his backstory. Oh my God, is anything real? Am I even real? Yes, you're real. You were actually made in a lab. Out of used computer parts. In fact, none of this is real. This is all a simulation. I knew it. I knew it wasn't just... I knew wrestling wasn't fake. I knew there had to be some sort of underlying computer simulation. It's recently come to my attention that I've become somewhat of an influencer on the old internet there. So I just wanted to tell you guys a few of the things that are going to be changing from now on, now that this guy has been influencing minds. Every person on the planet is going to be doing this, so you may as well just get ready now. Breathing oxygen. Boom. I mean, people are probably going to have something way cooler than oxygen, I think. Some celebrity is going to come along and endorse some other gas. Helium, maybe. And you think you're going to have the star power to shift that? Well, we'll see. I mean, he's been right about a bunch of other stuff. He was right about drinking water. He was right about people eating food. Yeah, see? 
He's right about people sitting on chairs, living I mean, indoors. He's been nailing it. He's been nailing it. So I don't know. I'm, I'm, I, I, I mean, I hate to be just a mindless sheep and follow the crowd, but I think I'm gonna try this oxygen thing. Just saying. <laughs> okay, so uh, tennis match of the century, everyone. Uh, it's gonna be a really big match. Uh, we got a huge crowd here to see it. So um, let's get to practicing, because uh, your practice earlier, I saw you guys sparring together, and uh, well. Honestly, it looked like you were trying to get it so that the other player missed the ball. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Like, I mean, don't you think you want to maybe uh, make it a bit more exciting for people, right? Like, people like people hitting the ball. So maybe try to aim for the other person's racket, right? Get the volleys back and forth there. Make it look hard, yeah. Make it look like, you're, oh, I, only, I barely got that. But, I mean, really... Try to aim for that other guy's racket. I mean, it's just, and now we got to decide who's going to win. Who's going to win, you guys? Who Who's going to, let's get, get this out of the way ahead of time. Who's going to do the honors and who's going to be winning here? Hold on. You're talking about a tennis match that could go 20 minutes. Well, yeah. no, you, you, that's the thing. We got to, we got to pull it out. We gotta I've been training longer. hard for this match. Longer, this be... longer, longer. All right. We got to, and you know what I'm thinking? People just are bored watching the thing go back and forth. Oh, look, they know how to play tennis. That's great. Let's let's get some more stuff in there, right? Let's uh, let's maybe if one of you like jumps off the net and gets higher and whacks it down, right? Instead of just staying on there, right? Like just right from the top of the net, you know? Let's get some uh, interesting moves in there. Some some acrobatics. I mean, I've really been training more for a standard tennis match. I just, I just don't think people are interested in seeing that anymore. It's, it's just, quite frankly, I'm, may, may I be frank? It's a little boring, right? I mean, no one's saying it's not hard to do. But just, you know, as a spectator sport, I think we just got to give the audience a bit more, right? Well, I mean, I think the audience is getting a pretty good show. We go out there and we show them how excellent we are. Oh, somebody put a razor blade in my wristband. Yeah, 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 that's for the blood. Yeah, yeah. I want it one point. One point, the ball like hits you. You grab that razor blade and just kind of like rub your forehead and then just make the littlest cut, smear it around. That's amazing how like you can smear that around. It's just like, oh, he's been hit, but he's going on with the match and just whack that ball back. That's what, that's the kind of stuff we want to see. That's drama. That's human interest. Well, generally the ref rules the ball out of play if it hits him in the face. He wouldn't continue this. Unless. continue the volley. Unless. The ref is distracted by one of your managers, huh? You guys have managers, right? Are they colorful? Are they foreign? I have are a they trainer, I guess? Well, yeah, maybe dress them up. Maybe Oh, 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 I know. I know. Your gimmick is you are the champion tennis player. I am of... a champion tennis player. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, but hear me out. <laughs> hear me out. You're the champion tennis player of Japan, right? where you were raised in Japan. You don't speak English. You don't speak English very well, but you're the champion tennis player of Japan. So maybe your manager could be like some like uh, some like uh, uh, like uh, a karate teacher guy. And maybe, oh, he's shifty. And he's like, he's always distracting the referee. And then you hit your opponent in the head with the ball. We put a little bit of makeup on, make you look a bit more Japanese, dress you in maybe like a Japanese uh, costume of some sort. I'm not going to wear a kimono when I play a high-level game of tennis. No, you take the kimono off, you'll be wearing like sumo stuff under there. People will love it. Sumo stuff? People will eat it up. I'm telling you, this is how to get bums in seats. This is what the people demand. I was going to say want, but no, demand from their tennis. Maybe your story is you're like, uh, oh, I don't know, you're like the the everyman, right? 
You're like the the hardworking guy. You were a welder. You were a welder before you were a tennis player. That's what it is. Yeah, we're gonna have like a film a thing of you welding, but then you've moved on to tennis because it's your passion. Jordan has been raised since the age of six to be a tennis master. I was looking forward to this as a match between two greats. You're thinking so small term. Think big term. Think entertainment value. Oh, the t-shirt sales are going to go through the roof. And when we sell the DVD of this match, oh, people are going to love it. Oh, and and, and uh, also uh, we're going to have a couple other tennis matches warming up for you. Uh, we have uh, a doubles, a pair of tennis, um, the, uh, the post-apocalyptic six. Uh, they're like all kind of, uh, you know, like Mad Maxi looking uh, versus the the down home boys. They're just a couple of uh, country bumpkins from Arkansas and uh, they make their own tennis rackets out of out of wood. They chip them themselves. What do you mean oh, more matches? Great. We just played through a grueling tournament to get to the finals. Well, yeah, but we got to have little matches first, you know, like just to build up to it. Won't the audience be expecting a dignified game between two competitive foes? And that's exactly what we're going to give them. We're, 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 you're, we're both saying the same thing here. I think, I think that's we're all three of us saying the same thing. A, a, a dignified match between two competitive foes, two athletes at the top of their game. One, an evil foreigner from Japan. The other, a hardworking American man. I want to carry a snake. There you go. Now you're thinking. We're God playing damn it. this match in England. <laughs> this episode of the Good Improv Show is over, but don't be sad because you can catch another one next week right here on GRadio.ca, Edmonton's best local station. If you miss an episode, feel free to catch it on goodimprov.com, our website. There's other content on there, too. Some funny articles, stories, just some random thoughts from our team of crack comedy artists. Thank you, people, for sending in words. If you didn't know, we do sketches inspired by words that are sent in from our audience from time to time. Today, we got a couple of words. From at Johnny Reb. And at Thirsty Journeys. Thank you very much for sending those words. If you want to send a word, get at us on any social media. We're at Good Improv. Thanks again so much for listening. Check out some of our other content. Click around our site. Check out G Radio. Have yourself a good day.